Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer Paul Waldman. Their new book, Out Tomorrow, is entitled White Rural Rage, The Threat to American Democracy. And Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, why are white rural voters a threat to democracy at this point? You would think, as we pointed out, looking at Joe Biden's background and Donald Trump's, that, that the opposite would be true. I mean, we lay out the fourfold interconnected threat that white rural voters pose to the country. First of all, and we show 30 polls and national studies to demonstrate this, so we provide the receipts in Chapter 6. They're the most racist, xenophobic, anti-immigrant, anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. Third, anti-democratic sentiments. They don't believe in an independent press, free speech. They're most likely to say the president should be able to act unilaterally without any checks from Congress or the courts or the bureaucracy. They're also the most strongly white nationalist and white Christian nationalist. And fourth, they are most likely to excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to peaceful public discourse. So you mentioned a lot of negative factors yeah. about about this this demographic. Um. What is Obama birthism? Obama birthism? I guess that's a, b a belief that he wasn't born here in the States, I guess. because oh, yeah. I totally didn't I get guess. it. So hey, everybody. Afternoon. Welcome to Is This Thing Working? And if, if you're white and you woke up today and you didn't realize it, hey, especially if you live in the rural areas, you probably woke up with some rage this morning. <laughs> <laughs> according to these guys, according to these guys on, and it, this come from the morning Joe show, which Bongino calls it the morning slow. And, and, and Bannon calls it the morning Mika show. Oh God, man. <laughs> yeah. Because this is where we get our entertainment. Can you believe these well, people <laughs> sit there and talk about this stuff this, and write books yeah. about rural rage? Okay, here you go. White rural rage. That's it. If, if you woke up this morning in America and you're white, you woke up with some rage this morning. And they even go out to, to, to tell you, hey, it's a fourfold rage. Um, what did he say here? It's fourfold. You're racist. You're xenophobic. You're anti-gay. Uh, you're the most conspiratorial that there is. You're an Obama birther. Yeah, you're an Obama birther. And um, you're a Q QAnon. You're QAnon. Not only that, you don't believe in an independent press. That one blew me away. I was like, good God, that's all we scream for is independent press. Yeah. <laughs> what? Does he think that MSNBC is independent press? And all, well, <laughs> well, not yeah, not only that. But, but the other one that he said, we believe that the president should just have unilateral power. No, no, he let me don't. tell you what, everything that you just described is somebody that is uneducated and well, really, man, what you progressive just, well, and a leftist, what you just, that's what those are. Yeah. <laughs> this is nothing to do with rule, reg, rule. Uh, it's almost like, because all these things that they said here dealt with somebody that isn't very intelligent, somebody that isn't well-educated, somebody that isn't ambitious yeah they, they so all what are these, they saying that rural uh, people are not educated or ambitious well, or I, have um, it, it their almost, own thoughts and to me it almost seems like yeah that's what they're saying mm -hmm. is that the white rural voter which they they even referred to that or uneducated voter, we're uneducated we're the dregs of society we should be pushed we aside. Should be pushed aside and we shouldn't even vote probably we be, well it's just yeah 
you know, who knows? I don't understand. But anyway, two white guys <laughs> wrote a book on white rule rage. Yeah. And then get up there and tell you how horrible you are. Yeah. Well, if 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 this is fourfold and we are all of these things, then hey, to to Mr. White Guy authors right here, you're the same thing, man. You are. God, it's so what, stupid. What you think you grew up in New York City this, or this something? Also, you're special. Well, it's just also ignorant, man. Yeah, it is ignorant. Yeah. That's why us white <laughs> rural rage people are going to vote a lot. Yeah. In these primaries yeah. to get rid of these city. These city folk. Well, I got this. <laughs> I got this from uh, a tweet from Florida now, and and this was his comment on it. And, and I guess this could wrap this thing up. You see, it's in quotes. White rule rage is a threat to democracy. In quote, not open borders, not thirty four trillion dollars in debt. Who knew? It's the patriots that are the problem. <laughs> 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 Golly. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. This I, is what we're going to do today. We're going to have a great time making fun of these idiots. Well, you just because that's what they are. They're idiots. Yeah. You just got to ask: Is this thing working? Yeah. Good yeah, Lord, man. It's not. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. But, anytime, every topic we talk about, <laughs> and we ask the question: Is this thing working? It does not work. Please make sure that you share the show with all your friends and like. Hit that like button and forward, and please follow everywhere, and that would help us. Thank you so much. We yep. totally beat our forecast for February early, so we appreciate everything yep. that Thank you do you. for us. Yep. Thank you for listening and yep. putting up with our Thank you for your opinions. commitment. Yeah, your commitment and your dedication <laughs> to come listen to us every day. Come up here and just spout Expect a bunch it to of get stuff real here. crazy between now and November 5th, though. Yep. Make sure you get out and vote for the judges. Um, Lee Finley, member Cr Court of Criminal Appeal Judges. Lee yeah. Finley, David Schink, and Gina Parker. Yeah. And those three were endorsed by A.G. Ken Paxton. And then shortly following that, President Trump also endorsed them too. So that's, that's so real big. And it is really big. Yep. So please get out and, and vote. Bank yep. that vote today and vote for Joanne Schaffner. Yeah, in District in, in District, District 11, Eleven, Paulette Carson in District Nine, uh, running against Trent Ashby. Mm -hmm. um, the two main things I like about both of these ladies is that they are school choice. Man, to me, that's a that's one of the biggest issues in the state is the school choice. You know, and it's really important to um, also vote for MAGA candidates. And then, and then I just wanted to say that about them. They're Make America Great Again candidates. And America, that's that's what we're we're really pushing. America first. America first. Yep. So, but Jake Sherman told us this morning that the big four are going to meet with Biden today. This is going to be interesting. Jake Sherman from the Punch Bow. Biden will meet. He says Biden will have Johnson, McConnell, Jeffries, and Schumer in the White House this morning for a meeting. This is Johnson's first time in a meeting like this, and he is alone, making him sound like he's walking into a lion's den, of course. Well, he is, and in, in, <laughs> in that sense, right now, he is the outsider. He really is. Yeah. You know, uh, he has a horrible hand that's not entirely his fault. He has a 219-seat majority with a group of roughly 100 to 110 lawmakers who want to govern in a traditional manner. And in the traditional manner, what he's talking about is the rhino-ish part of the wing they want to govern with the Democrats. 
they want to go with the old and style politics. So we only have yeah. about 119 that, which I really have to say we've done really well to vote that many MAGA candidates and America First candidates. And we're going to do that again. And to have them stay in there and, and stay committed with us and not sell out. Yeah. Yes, that is very hard. We've lost a couple here or there. You know, they get, you know, uh, what do we call captured. Yeah. But, but like that, like Jake says in the article or in the tweet here, he says that he has a horrible hand. You know, it's not his fault. I, and if you look at that, it is kind of horrible because out of that 219, almost half of his of the party, like you said, wants to, to govern yeah. in that sense. Yeah. And, but, we, you know, America First really wants the government to shut down. And yeah. they're going to be out there pushing not to do this. Well, You're going to hear it all over the news. Please ignore it. They're well, just going to totally uh, not shut the government down because that's just what they do. They don't do what the people want. I just don't trust them. Well, if you look at it in the in the sense of what's being offered here in the, the bills, you've got the foreign aid money that the Senate is wanting. You've got their, their border plans that they've got mixed into there. Yes. But none of that is sufficient enough to, to solve the issues that we have, to solve the problems. And like he's saying here, Johnson's kind of in a pickle. He's in a lose-lose situation here where it, whichever way he goes. Yeah, he could lose his job know. either way. Yeah, he could. But that's the thing. When it comes time to do the right thing, what's most important? Shut down the border or shut down the government. That's exactly right. Because we can't solve our problems here until we close the border. Yes, we really can't. But like we say with Johnson being in a pickle here, yeah, he, he's in a lose-lose situation. He can lose on either side. What he should do is walk in there. And stand alone and stand tall and stand proud and look all of them in the eyes and tell them, I don't care what you guys say or you think, your aid package is junk, your border bill is junk, none of that's going to solve our problems. I got to do what the people want, and the people want that border closed. If you can't close that border, I'm shutting the government down, and I'd smack my gavel on the table and I'd get up and walk out. I wish he would do that. I wish he could. I wish he would too. But I, my money's betting on him caving too. So you did hear. I'm, I'm thinking that I heard this this morning that 56 percent of Americans are now in favor of a border wall. Sure, they are. You know, I when bet. you could get Americans to agree on even, anything about a border wall until now. Even the even the northern states are starting to go, man, you got to. And then that's that's you know, that's the reality of this whole situation mm -hmm. is if you don't close the border, we can't solve our problems. We can't. We can't even begin to work towards solving our problems until you stop that. No, because this border has bringing crime and drugs yeah. all into every city, yep. even the rural cities, even the rural little towns, even the even the little rural towns full of white rage, <laughs> rural rage. Yeah, I just can't get over that man. That's just <laughs> hilarious. But you know, it, it's sad what the border has really brought to Americans and. You know, y'all heard about this nurse that was killed, Lakin Riley. Yeah, University you know, of Georgia. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's really student. sad. And then, you know, the, all the news is about him, you know, where he's been and what he's done. And, you know, Laura Loomer put out the other day that, you know, he worked for DoorDash and Uber. And how was he allowed to even contract through them? I mean, he, I know I've done Uber, so I'm just going to give you a little thing. They do a background check on you. So how did this happen? 
How, yeah. how did he end up passing the background passing check? A background check. Yeah. You know, in DoorDash too, they they all do background checks. Well, if he has a green card though, can he do that? I mean, would that pass him a background check? I'm I'm not really for sure. Yeah. I I know I know they partner with this um NGO that's uh what's it? H I A S, which the, is yeah. Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Aid Society. You know, and they say that, you know, they're Jewish and all that. But, you know, Laura Loomer says they are not Jewish, that they're using that as a, uh, under uh, the guise of helping. Yeah. But what they're doing is actually giving them roadmaps and. Yeah. Giving them maps on how to, I guess, get in. Navigate their way to the border. Yeah. To get in illegally. From Panama to to the border. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're facilitating human trafficking, and they're responsible. They play their part in the responsibility of, in, of the invasion of our country. Yeah. Well, I know Allie Bradley had uh, did some breaking news yesterday, and she had confirmed from ICE sources that Jose Ibera's brother, 29-year-old De- De- Diego, say that word, Diego Ibera, entered the country twice, once in Eagle Pass, 4-3-23, the narrative for that entry is blank. Officials believe he left on his own and came back as he was not removed. And she goes on to say, the second entry was El Paso in April of April 30th, 2023. On the entry, there was a violent event where a Border Patrol agent was assaulted. He was not prosecuted because he claimed he had to have epilepsy. He was placed under expedited removal with credible fear. He was turned over to ICE. Records show he was then released on parole. See, how does that work? He he wasn't prosecuted because he claimed to have epilepsy. But did they, like, go do a medical test on him? Did they find any records on him? H- how do you just get to walk in there and claim this? That is I absurd. Know. And he was arrested three times in Georgia <laughs> prior to being nabbed God. Friday for having a fake green card. So that goes back to your green card thing. Yeah. I mean, do they have fake green cards? Could his brother, had the one that killed that nurse, have had a fake green card? That's something worth finding out. And so that, we'll be we'll be um, paying attention to this and bringing you more information on it. It's just breaking, just a little information here and there that we're getting squeezed. But did you hear about the U.S.-led and back terrorism happening yesterday? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know we did because we pay attention to this stuff and all breaking news. So I want you to know that Tucker Carlson was reportedly had a terrorist attack that was prevented when he visited Russia for his interview with Putin. I hope y'all saw this interview. They they supposedly placed a bomb under his car that was supposed to go off. Yes. Yeah. You know, so, um, and then. But how, had, how is this U.S. led that, or how is this? Well, CIA, our CIA wants to come. Well, okay. So I say the CIA, because I believe at this point, the CIA is doing nothing but giving false information, false flags. And the question that we ask is, is this a false flag? Could yeah. they have said that this is what happened? Uh, you know, cause really. Why find out now? How come all of a sudden this guy comes forward? I mean, he was going to be paid $4,000. I personally said on a, on a comment, what, did he get paid $4,000 to come and lie about uh, Tucker Carlson? You know, well, is this a false and, flag? Well, and, and, and as the story goes, yeah, he was approached to plant this bomb, and 
the price that he wanted was $4,000, okay? That was my question. Who plants a bomb for four grand? Yeah. You know? To blow up. And, and what did he <laughs> say? He seemed like a lot of money. They didn't tell him. They didn't tell him who it was at first. And he didn't find out yeah. until after the fact, until after the interview, I guess, and it came out of well, who it was. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that, that while he's sitting there having this meeting with these people and wouldn't you think red flags were raising everywhere for him at this point going, huh? Right. Yeah. I don't Supposedly know, he was in this um, group that did this, you know, kind of did this stuff for, you know, yeah. the CIA. I'm saying the CIA. Yeah. Well, here, here's kind of a little breakdown, and clandestine kind of tells a, a pretty decent breakdown of this. This was his tweet from yesterday. He goes, in case you didn't hear, the MSN are now admitting that Ukraine is a CIA proxy. What that means is, it's meaning Putin's invasion of Ukraine was not unprovoked, and that the U.S. are the expansionists, overthrowing sovereign nations for geopolitical gain. This was all brought out in a New York Times article over the weekend. Yes, I mean, it was really big. If you saw yeah. any news yesterday, you heard about the New York yeah. Times article. So, we have not discussed it because of that reason. So, And if you paid attention to how the deep state, how the administration portrays our involvement in this and our reasons for going over there and fighting this, everything that we're learning about this now is being confirmed as a lie. Every single thing that they've told us has been a lie. And this is what clandestine goes on to say. The U.S. brought war to Putin's doorstep, meaning that every single thing Western media has told you about the war in Ukraine was based on a lie. All the analysis you heard from the pompous MSM talking heads was based on the presumption that Putin did this unprovoked just because he is literally Hitler. None, None of, of it was true. true. None of it. Turns out Putin's accusations of Western intelligence controlling Ukraine were correct. Therefore, his attack is more than justified. Think about this. In the Tucker Carlson interview with Putin, Putin talked about our CIA being involved in the color revolution back in 2014. Yeah. Putin talked about our CIA being involved in the, in the training of the Azov Battalion, who were Nazis. Putin's main biggest reason was to battle the Nazism. It had nothing to do with the things that they told us we were going into Ukraine for. You know, um, you're right. Clandestine gives a great analogy here. And he says, just imagine if Russia funded Nazi militias in Canada, started a civil war, overthrew the government, then installed their own puppet regime, then put Russian intelligence bases and biolabs all over northern border, every America would be calling to flatten Canada and Russia. Well, that's exactly what the U.S. did to Russia. And now Russia is pissed. Yeah, they are. And I don't blame them. We've sat and watched it for years. We've watched the Russia, Russia, Russia collusions with Trump and, and Brennan and everybody that, I mean, we brought this out to you last week, you know, just a reminder of what they're doing to Russia. What I want to know is why. Why is Russia the boogeyman? Natural resources. You think they're going to try to take over Russia? Well, you think they're. I, I just think it's control of natural resources. War? I just think it's control of natural resources in the Ukraine area. Maybe that's it, or maybe they're pissed because Putin also told us about the bioweapons that they had over there, the bioweapon labs. 
if you think about it too, in the Tucker interview with, with Putin, Putin told the story of how he asked to join NATO. Think about this. It goes back to the to the Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way back to that. And Putin's seen all of that. Think about this, okay? So now we go in there and we do all of this and we open capitalism up to the communist world, okay? Then all of a sudden, as Russia is beginning to see that they want to be involved in this with us and with the world, the rest of the world, well, sure. Russia tries to join NATO. And what happened? They we were turned denied. them down. That's right. Bill Clinton turned them down. Yep. They tried to negotiate nonviolent means to resolve this conflict too. What happened? They were denied. They tried to present their grievances of a U.S. bioweapons production and espionage to the U.N. They were denied. Russia tried to go diplomatic route and the West just cried Russian disinformation while they were the ones pushing the disinformation. Thank you, CIA. The West also went out of their way to censor independent journalists like me, talking about clandestine, who have been telling you this from day one because if the public knew the details the entire time, they wouldn't have supported sending tax dollars there. This is going to be a tough pill to swallow for many Americans, but Russia is not the bad guys in this scenario. We are, and it ain't even close. The sooner we all recognize this, the sooner we can clean up this mess right here. One of the quickest ways to do it is the border. Close the border. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button. Share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.